How's it going, gamers, and welcome to episode 25 of Super Gaming Bro A, the Mikhail Gregorenko edition of this episode. Uh, if you guys don't know, Mikhail Gregorenko was back in the Patrick Waugh head coaching days of the Colorado Avalanche. Basically, we traded Ryan O'Reilly to the Buffalo Sabres for Nikita Zadorov, Mikhail Gregorenko, and JT Comfer. I still feel like we could have gotten more for uh, O'Reilly if we traded him sooner. But it is what it is. You can't change the pass. Also, out of all those pieces, we only have JT Comfort left. And I don't know how much longer he will be on the Avalanche roster either because it seems like his position is slowly being filled up. And I don't know why. I just like kind of making these episodes crappy NHL player editions <laughs> for the Colorado Avalanche that I feel like only diehard fans will remember those awful days of when we had people like Andre Benoit, we had Mikhail Gregorenko, we had Marc-Andre Cliche, Jack Skilly, Dennis Everberg. Pretty sure that's what his name was. Anywho, I'm the host of the show, Michael John Hedden, and thank you for joining me today. Be sure to go to patreon.com slash supergamingbroa where you can submit your questions or comments for each episode. If you have not already done so, please rate, share, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast service you may be using. Don't forget to subscribe to Super Gamer Bro A's YouTube page as well. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is MJHeden. That is M-J-A-G-D-D-E-N. And before we get on to what's on today's episode, I had a package get delivered to me today. And I actually got the Pulse 3D wireless headset that arrived today at my doorstep pretty early, like 9.38 a.m. Yep, so I'm going to be unboxing this on my YouTube channel later on, so be sure to check that out for this fat bad boy. It looks like it also works for uh, for the PS4 as well, which is kind of interesting. Not that I'm going to use it because I have my Last of Us Part 2 limited edition ones, which are pretty rad. Um, but the one thing I found with those headsets is um, they kind of hurt my, like, ears a bit, or, like, just under the jaw, probably, like, the jaw meets the ear, I guess. Anyways, on today's episode, we got Marvel's Spider-Man's Miles Morales PS5 load times have been leaked. The unofficial PS5 Fate Plate company is now canceling all orders. PS5 PS Plus users will be getting a free PS5 game in November. Halo Infinite Director leaves 343... Uh, wow. <laughs> 343's Industries. Even more next-gen games are being delayed. So let's get on to what I've been playing this week. I've been playing the Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope as of late, which you can check out on my YouTube page. I've been having a blast with this game. Um, I've also enjoyed games like this, um, like The Walking Dead, Until Dawn, Man of Medan. I just like the whole choose-your-own-adventure type of games. Um, there are quite a few jump scares that have gotten me in this game, um, and I can't wait to see how this story unfolds. Uh, I'm about an hour and a half into the game. Actually, no, what am I now? I think I'm about like two and a half hours. Yeah, two and a half hours into the game. Um, three characters have died. I don't know if this other person is dead or not, so it could be four, because they kind of just left it off at, like, at a climactic part, and then I'm just like, uh, I didn't really get to see what happened. So they're kind of hinting that they might be dead or not, I don't know, but I'll find out soon enough. 
and I'm still playing the crap out of WWE 2K Battlegrounds and I'm loving it still. Uh, I noticed 2K released an update for the game, which is supposed to be adding 10 wrestlers to the game. However, I've not been able to find them in the Superstar store yet. It looks like some users are reporting that they've that they're seeing the wrestlers in the Gauntlet matches and the Royal Rumbles, where it kind of just randomizes who's appearing. Um, it just seems a little bit weird to me. Um, you add these wrestlers in the game in an update, but they can only appear in Gauntlet and Rumbles. Like that makes no sense. Like I don't understand it. And speaking of wrestling games, I'm still waiting for Retro Mania Wrestling to come out on the Switch. It's also going to be on the PS4 and Xbox and Steam as well. Um, it looks like the developer is going to be shipping out their collector's boxes shortly. Um, so mine should be shipped some point soon. I still don't know if this game is going to be coming out this year. Uh, it could, I could see it being released in December, but then I could also see it kind of being pushed back to 2021. It's not a big deal because the developer is making sure that this game is perfect before they release it. And it is exciting to see the progress they made with this game, like just looking at how it began and like how far it came now. Yeah, it's taken them quite a bit, but then people don't really understand that there's really only like maybe five people working on this game. And you have COVID, which is obviously not letting them work together. They all have to work from home and all this stuff, which kind of limits it, right? Um, I'm just dying to get a good wrestling game on the Switch and... This is just like that old WrestleFest game, which is one of my favorite games as a kid. I'm also at this weird point with games where I kind of just want the next-gen consoles to arrive. I'm obviously excited for Miles Morales, but I'm also excited for Yakuza Like a Dragon. I never played Yakuza, a, a Yakuza game before, so this will be my first. And uh, after seeing some gameplay of Like a Dragon, I was like, this game looks pretty cool and it seems so over the top. Like, it's just so over the top. It kind of reminds me of like the... Um, the Dead Rising game as of late. What was it? Frank's Big Package, I think. That one was... That game was just insanely over the top. You could get these, like, uh, powers of, like, old Capcom characters like Dante, Ryu, and stuff. It, it was fun. But I'm excited to try that game. And then now let's get into the meat and the potatoes of the show. Starting off, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales PS5 load times have been leaked. And for this, we're going to jump over to Push Square. Leaked footage of Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales booting on a PS5 has emerged online and is already blowing minds. I'm pretty sure they used the tagline, melting minds. Um, while Sony has talked up its next-gen console's SSD for well over a year now, their proof was always going to be in the pudding. And this is about as raw of a demonstration as you could possibly hope for. By our calculations, it roughly takes 7 seconds to boot the game and just 2 seconds to load a save. Obviously, this has always been the expectation after the Japanese giant promised that its new system would be speedy, but seeing it in practice is a sight to behold. Let's hope the manufacturer's PR ninjas aren't quite as quick at tracking this particular leaker down, eh? Are you Canadian? Huh? You mocking me? And this is my personal opinion, I'm done reading the little excerpt that they had on the site. Um, I watched a copy of their video on YouTube uh, late last night. There was still one up there. And I gotta say that this is very impressive to see how fast Miles Morales loaded up on the PS5. I would say the article is correct on the time. It was about 7 seconds to load the game and about 2 seconds to load the save. Uh, it'll be nice to... S just nice to like no longer have to scroll through Twitter while you're waiting to load a game. Um, those are the days of the past now. Kids a few years from now are going to be like, what? Load times were so long that you could make a sandwich while you waited for a game to load? Like, just think, 
of a kid loading up Red Dead 2 on their Series X in like 30 seconds, then telling them, hey, this used to take like well over 3 minutes to load. Guaranteed their heads will explode. And to just think, in two weeks' time, the Series X and PS5 will be in our hands, and we will never need to look back at our PS4s or the Xbox Ones again. As you're already aware, I do have my Pulse 3D wireless headset already arriving. I am still waiting for the charging dock. Um, I'm going to assume it should be coming tomorrow or the next day. Um, and I really can't wait to try out these 3D Pulse headsets. Um, like I said earlier, I am kind of using the limited edition Last of Us Part 2 gold headsets. Um, I like it. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with them now that I have the Pulse ones. Uh, maybe I'll just use them as like a decoration piece now, I guess. And then on to the unofficial PS5 faceplate company is now canceling all orders. And I'm going to take this a little, a little bit of an article here from VGC. Before we launched, we did our due diligence and were of the opinion that because Sony only had pending patents on the faceplates, there would be no problem. Customize my plates told VGC via an email. But after only a day of our website being live, Sony's lawyers asked us to change the name. At the time, Plate Station 5, due to trademark infringements. We thought this switch would be enough to keep everyone happy. And honestly, we're hoping so since we were already underway with our product development. But then Sony's lawyers told us it was their opinion. Sony's intellectual property extended to the faceplates and that if we continue to sell and distribute them in any country, we would end up in court. It added, this all came to light yesterday and we are now canceling and refunding all faceplate orders worldwide. We are extremely disappointed about this, but we have no other option. Now, this is very unfortunate for anyone that ordered these faceplates and was excited to get them because now that won't be happening. Um, I know I had zero care in the world about these faceplates, um, but still, some of them, well, one of them would have looked pretty cool. And that was probably the black one, in my opinion. Uh, from looking at how Sony responded to this, it seems Sony didn't know what they wanted. Uh, for them to first come out and just say, you can just change the name, and then to come back and say, you need to cancel all orders. If it was that severe, you would think Sony's lawyers would have came right out of the gate and said, you need to shut this operation down. So it seems like Sony was still on the fence about what they wanted to do. I'm also curious to know if Sony is going to make their own custom faceplates that only they will be allowed to sell. I could see Sony doing that type of move, um, or maybe they will reach out to other third parties such as this company and say, hey, here's a licensing deal to make custom PS5 faceplates. Uh, it also makes me wonder about like back in the days when you had the Guitar Hero faceplates and the skins for the 360s. Uh, I know there was a lot of unofficial ones, and I, I just want to know, like, have the times changed in regards to infringement rights? I'm not a lawyer, so I have no idea how that works, but it just seems a little bit weird that you could have custom faceplates back in the day for the Guitar Hero and the 360 that were unofficial. And uh, I also just went to their site, and um, it's still up and running. I was able to place a PS5 faceplate, like I was able to add it to my cart, continue to the checkout, and then enter in my shipping address. I stopped when it asked for my credit card, as I did not want to actually go through with a purchase. But you would think they would have, like, disabled the purchasing options first. That way, no new orders could come through. Or maybe they have so many orders already placed that they need to cancel those ones first so they don't get put out. Or maybe they have it set up where even though you're going through the purchase, it doesn't actually go, 
and fulfill the order and your order kind of just goes into a limbo state. Who knows? But still, it's unfortunate for those who were excited to add that extra bit of customization to their consoles, or maybe they just needed their console to be black so it would kind of go with their living room setup or whatever setup they have. Game room, bedroom, whatever. And then we got PS5. PlayStation Plus users will be getting a free PS5 game in November. What game is it? Is it Demon Souls? Demon Souls, Demon Souls. To answer this question, let's head on over to the PlayStation blog. PlayStation Plus game available for PS5 owners November 12th. The very first PlayStation 5 game to join PS Plus is Young Heroes Ultra Charming Whimsical First Person Adventure Bug Snacks. Play an investigative journalist who has set out to explore Snack Tooth Island. Home to legendary half-bug, half-snack creatures, Bug Snack. Discover, hunt, and capture all 100 critters while also tracking down and reuniting the island's inhabitants. Bug Snacks PS5 version will be available to PlayStation Plus members beginning on Thursday, November 12th until Monday, January 4th, 2021. So that's the release date of the PS5. Other PS Plus games available for PS4 slash PS5 owners are Middle Earth Shadow of War and Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition. So I think that's pretty cool in the sense that you are literally getting a free PS Plus game. Especially if you are kind of strapped for cash. To know, even though it's like, it's kind of like Knack, I guess you would say. <laughs> I'd compare that to Knack. And I think this is a very smart move by Young Heroes to accept whatever payment they get for having this game on PS Plus and make it the first PS Plus game for PS5 users. I do not think this game was going to sell well at all, to be honest. And I think the developers were probably worried about that exact same thing. Um, I personally had no interest in this game. And I feel like a lot of other players felt the exact same as me. I still have no idea what you're even supposed to do in this weird ass game. Like I, I, I watch gameplay and I'm just like, I don't understand. Like what? I don't even get it. Like, why am I turning my hands into a strawberry? Why do I have wiener legs? Like, I don't get it. It sounds so stupid. <laughs> um, since this game is a free game on the PS plus, I think this will now entice a lot of users to give this game a try. Even if you were not going to pick it up originally, um, since this is a free game, I think I will give it a shot. Like, just boot it up just to see how it is. Um, the only PS5 games I will be getting at launch will be obviously Miles Morales and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So, this is a free game. I'll try it out. Worst case, it's garbage like I thought it's going to be, and I just delete it from my system. But then again, you always gotta remember, even if you don't think you're gonna play the game, if it's a free game for PS Plus, you make sure you add it to your library. Because then you never know. Maybe one day you'll be like, oh, I guess this game is good. You know what? Maybe I do have a child that doesn't know good games and they want to play this stupid kitty game. And now jumping over to Halo Infinite's director leaving 343 Industries following Halo Infinite's delay. That's right, folks. Chris Lee has left Halo Infinite and is looking for future opportunities. As per his statement with Bloomberg. Did Chris Lee see firsthand the dumpster fire that is now Halo Infinite? Can we all agree that Halo Infinite is in a state of development hell? I think Microsoft needs to pull Halo from 343 Industries. And give it to someone else. 
Remember when the Master Chief Collection was first released? That game was shit, and they had to get someone else to come in and fix it. I think Microsoft needs to give the Halo license to id. I've been saying this since Microsoft bought Bethesda. Can you imagine Halo running on the id engine? Like, oh my freaking god. Like that that'd be the it'd be the best Halo. It'd be the best Halo of all time. Lily, just look at Doom right now. Put a reskin of just Master Chief and the Halo characters, and that'd be amazing. You gotta keep the blood and gore in it though. You gotta keep that in there. That would give the Halo a much needed reboot. And it, it, it would kill it. It would sell. It'd be the greatest Halo of all time, like I said. And I think it's a no-brainer for Microsoft to do this. And I think I'm actually going to tweet this to Phil Spencer after the show to make it happen. Feel the thrill, make it happen. I'm very concerned for Halo Infinite right now. Um, I really don't think this game is even coming out in 2021. And I could see it maybe coming out late 2022. Ah, man, it's just, I don't know what they're going to do with that game. Like, I didn't mind what it looked like from what they showed from, like, the alpha or the beta footage. Like, it just looked like the old Halos, and I kind of like the old Halos. But a lot of people didn't like it, and I guess 343's industry has also agreed, and now who knows what the hell is going to happen. Seems so like Last Guardian, where, like, this game takes 10 years to come out. <laughs> Sorry, I just got to laugh. Oh, man. It's just crazy. And finishing off the show, we got even more next-gen games are being delayed. Let's start off with the first game on my list here, which is Destruction All-Stars. That's right, the game no one cared about, which was shown off during the PS5 interface video, and it is now being delayed to February. And with this delay, we know that Destruction All-Stars will be included for two months in PS Plus at no additional cost, just like the good old Bug Snacks. Um, I really do not think this game was going to sell at all as well, especially at an $89 price point in Canadian. This game screams $30 to maybe $40 at best. And anyone that was going to pay $89 for this game is absolutely insane and you should probably get your brain checked. Now it is cool that it is going the free... It's going to be free for two months, and I could see a lot of people jumping into the game, kind of like how Fall Guys started out with PS Plus. That game was rocking when it first came out. I could see the exact same thing happening for Destruction All-Stars here. I don't think that's the case for Bugsnax, though. Um, but then again, just like Bugsnax, I don't think this game was going to sell good. Um, and maybe I think maybe PlayStation should be looking at some of these developers like this who will be making these games kind of strictly for PS Plus at first. And then maybe making it like a 20 to $30 game. But for Destruction All-Stars to be a full-priced game is insane to me. And like, I might give it a shot. See how it is. Jump into it. Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to jump into these like multiplayer-only games. Um, I'm trying to think of the one, for example. Um, Rocket League. Um, I played it when it first came out. I liked it. And then I kind of took a break from it. And then I came back to it, and then everyone already knew the controls and were like professionals, and I was like, oh, this isn't fun, I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> and then getting over to the next game, we got Cyberpunk 2077 is being pushed back to December 10th, which is very unfortunate, since I was really looking forward to playing this on the Series X on the 19th, and it looks like we all need to wait yet another month to play this game. And this is kind of why I'm glad Yakuza grabbed my attention, because... 
If I didn't, then I'd have no new games to play on the Series X. With my consoles, especially at launch, I like to have a game or two on each console, but it appears CD Projekt Red is blaming this delay on the number of versions of the game they need to ship out, including current gen, next gen, PC, Stadia. Now, I really wonder how much of this delay is due to that and not other things. This game has already been delayed quite a bit, and I'm very curious to know if they're going to be able to hit that December 10th deadline. Especially when you had someone literally ask them, like the day before, in a tweet, and said, I'm going to pre-order this game, can you for sure guarantee me it's coming on the 19th? And then they replied back with, guaranteed or confirmed. And then the next day, they freaking delay it. Oh my god. What? You need to talk to your social media marketing guy, man. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's confirmed coming out. Go ahead and pre-order it. Next day, oh, it's being delayed, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the game's huge. I'm excited for it. If it has to be delayed, it has to be delayed. But it has been delayed a lot. And I feel like... um. I feel like this is why I don't think developers should announce a release date so far in advance until they know without a shadow of a doubt that this game will be coming out on that exact date. Like, Cyberpunk 2077 looks amazing. It looks like a big game. Like, there's so much to that game that it's just blowing my mind with how big it is. And I'm just like, oh my god. Like, The Witcher 3 is already big enough. And I'm like, I feel like this game is even bigger. Like, oh my god. <laughs> how many times am I going to say, oh my god, in five seconds? I'm still excited for this game. I'm not just trying to shit all over the game. I want to play it, but the number of delays is just getting a little bit crazy at this point. Maybe don't even put a date anymore. Just say it's being delayed until further notice. Or make everyone freak on back. It's being delayed indefinitely. Which technically just means they don't have a release date. But then people will be like, it's never coming out. It's a Titanic. Jump, jump. And getting into the final game on this list. Far Cry 6 has been delayed until after March 2021. This delay, along with Rainbow Six Quarantine... <laughs> is that the name of the game? Wow, yeah, that's a nice name for the game. <laughs> Rainbow Six Quarantine. Jackasses. Um, but anyways, <laughs> this was revealed in Ubisoft's uh, latest earning report. Ubisoft basically stated that the delay was due to the impact of COVID-19 and having to have their staff work from home. And this is where we're, I think we're going to see the effects of COVID and the impact it's going to have on the games industry. Now, we are seeing the games getting delayed, and it's not just one or two games, it's quite a bit. I'm curious to know about how the games that are currently slated to come out in 2021 like the new God of War, like the Her New Horizon, are these games going to need to be pushed back to 2022 due to COVID? Like, how many games are still coming out in 2021? Is Resident Evil still coming out in 2021? I sure fuck hope so. The biggest games I've been looking forward to playing on the next gen, Spider-Man, Cyberpunk, Resident Evil, God of War, Horizon For uh, Forbidden West... <laughs> When I pre-ordered my Series X, I was already worried about Lockdown 2 happening before the 10th. Uh, if we went to another Lockdown before the next gens came out, I would start riding in the streets. Hell, I would have even went down to my local EB Games, tossed a can through the window, and started looting shit. Hell, my Series X would not even be there. <laughs> it would be stuck inside some warehouse all alone and cold, waiting for little Mikey boy here to play it. 
but I would still smash some windows, man. I'd be losing it. I'm freaking losing it. But yeah, it still makes me wonder like how big of an impact this is going to have on the games in 2021. Because I'm pretty sure they've already said that right now we might not see too bad of delays because the games are already pretty far in development. Uh, but the new games are going to be developed. That is where I think we're going to see the biggest issue. But then again, you have backwards compatibility. There's so many games still on like the PS4, the Xbox One. Like, Look at Game Pass, for example. There's so many games on there that people probably have not played. And maybe with the lack of games coming in, maybe it might encourage people to kind of look at the games there and be like, oh, I'll give this game a try. And on that note, I think it's safe to say that there won't be a lockdown too. That might be the sequel to Rainbow Six Quarantine. Stupid name. I can't go over that name. Cannot go over that stupid name. <laughs> what are you thinking, you idiots? Um, but yeah, no, I think it's safe to say that we will begin these consoles. Um, and on that note, I think that'll do it for this episode. Thank you all for tuning in. To enjoy some exclusive perks and to submit your questions for each episode, visit patreon.com slash supergamingbro A. If you have not already done so, please rate, share, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast service you may be using. Don't forget to check out Super Gaming Bros A's YouTube channel. Everyone be good to each other. Everybody love everybody. And uh, don't be dicks. I'm out.